Hi from me again. I'm uh, here at Tech Talks Central with uh, Dominique Hazael Machieu uh, from uh, the W3C. Uh, Dominique is uh, the lead for all things mobile, basically, at uh, W3C. Uh, W3C, also known as the World Wide Web Consortium, uh, the, the, the driving force uh, behind the uh, World Wide Web's openness and standardization efforts. Uh, but I'll let Dom actually give you an uh, intro of what W3C is about, because I think that quite a few of our audience has, have certainly heard the W3C, but they're not sure about what exactly it does, right, and what you do, guys. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. WCC is uh, not that well known, uh, although hopefully the work we do is quite useful to a very large community. So as you say, WCC is uh, the place where most of the standardization related to web technology is being done. And it is done very much in this spirit of openness that you've been describing. Uh, one of our key markers in WCC is that we make sure that all the web technologies are developed under a royalty-free scheme so that you can use it and implement it without mm -hmm. having to pay for anything. So more specifically, WCC is this you know, international consortium, a non-profit uh, consortium, where our member organizations, um, uh, roughly 400 member organizations uh, around the world, come and participate to our working groups to develop these specifications mm -hmm. that many of you might have heard of, like you know, HTML5 that you can see uh, on every booth out there at the, at the FIRA, but also CSS, SVG, XML, and you know, all these technologies that have changed the world and hopefully will continue doing so, uh, have been developed in WCC over mm -hmm. the past uh, 20 years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I think there are a couple of anniversaries, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Right. As I just alluded to, this is, uh, so 2014 is a 20th anniversary of WCC. It was founded uh, 20 years ago by Tim Berners-Lee, who invented the web, and Tim invented the web five years earlier, so that's mm -hmm. also the web 25th anniversary, so there will be several events across the year to, to celebrate these uh, two very nice events. So not only looking backward yeah. to, to our success, but also trying to set up the roadmap for the next 20 or mm -hmm. 25 years coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So uh, to an extent, W3C basically is uh, what keeps things together and open, right? In the, in the, in the World Wide Web. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Perfect. So um, what is the, 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 the status of HTML5 at the moment? So HTML5 has been in development for quite a while and, uh, you know, many uh, developers are already using it uh, a lot. And uh, that actually is a sign that HTML5 is uh, today already really well deployed, widely deployed. Portion will also be a very special year for HTML5 because this is the year HTML5 is uh, getting its final standardization status, mm -hmm. which we call uh, WCC recommendation in our jargon. So, you know, I think that will make for a fairly nice uh, mm -hmm. anniversary present having this, uh, you know, huge and uh, very important specification getting finally uh, standardized and approved. So there, there was uh, some criticism about the fragmentation that has been caused because of um, this, um, um, I mean, expected but still long period that it took for, for the whole standardization process. Uh, do you think this is something that will um, um, uh, gradually be resolved because of the completion of the standardization effort? 
Yeah, so first let me say that uh, HTML5 is a very important one, piece of the puzzle, but only one piece of the puzzle, and there are many, many other uh, standards and APIs that we are developing. Um, so the fact that HTML5 be called uh, a standard is certainly a sign that actually you know, implementations have converged on all these uh, features that HTML5 bring, which means that you can build uh, reliable and robust uh, HTML5 applications. Uh, but that being said, you know, yes, there has been fragmentation, and I think there will be fragmentation. The, the web is very much an open platform, which means that you know anybody can contribute to it. Uh, browsers can uh, add innovation as they go. And if we want to keep that uh, nature, which I think is a, a critical piece of the success of the web, then we also have to live with that fragmentation. Mm -hmm. So our mission in WCC is to try to keep that period of fragmentation on a given feature as short as possible by yeah. know, getting the right people on board and making sure the, the work progress at the right rhythm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the only day the web will be unfragmented, I think, is the day the web is dead. And yeah, I'm not looking forward to that either. So Yeah. So I'm... I'm I'm tempted, but I'll try to avoid going too much into the conversation of uh, the discussion of HTML5 versus native. Um, but uh, that said, uh, I do see, I still see a lot of activity in the um, cross-platform tools, actually, field. Um, I, I, I kind of detect a small move towards trying to create hybrid solutions, like um, small uh, native runtimes and something on top that uh, resembles an HTML development environment to make things uh, easier uh, for developers. Uh, what do you think this this um, uh, this whole sector of uh, cross-platform tools and uh, uh, glue, if you want, if you want tools that are trying to fill the gap, is going to be disrupted again by what is happening right now in in terms of standardization in HTML5, or how much do you think this is going to be affected? So, I mean, uh, in general, as you say, HTML5 is used both in the context of uh, the browser and in the context of hybrid applications that basically build native apps using uh, HTML5. Uh, WCC main focus has been in uh, browser-based applications, but uh, we mm -hmm. have more and more work in also trying to ensure that the community of tools and projects that are building, uh, that are enabling uh, hybrid apps using HTML5 also converge toward a single set of features and APIs. Because, you know, one of the big advantage of HTML5 and one of the reasons why it is so popular for hybrid applications is that because it is a single set of technologies that you can use on any device out there, which is great, of course, mm -hmm. it reduces the cost of development. But if at the end of the day you have to use different APIs, so different hooks on each of these devices, each of these operating systems to get your app, then this advantage gets diminished fairly quickly. So one thing that I've been working on recently is, for instance, to see how our APIs can be reused in these you know, tools and projects such as uh, mm -hmm. Cordova, for instance, to make sure that even if it's not our you know, usual core business of uh, uh, HTML5 definition, that we still ensure that the benefits of HTML5 get extended to that community as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, and I feel that um, also this is um, quite important, not just because within the context of um, uh, cross-platform tools that I mentioned, but also um, uh, within the context of this new need for cross-domain and cross-platform 
platforms, I guess, because of this expansion of, uh, I don't want to call it Internet of Things, it's more Internet of Everything, right? Because basically we have devices from, from cars and headsets and handsets and Google glasses and uh, smart beds and smart fridges and things like that and TVs. And, and uh, we have uh, things like um, uh, the Webinos platform, for instance, that is trying to provide one like uniform solution, which is in fact based in, in part on, on HTML5. And um, I think that um, HTML5 will play a crucial role into trying to, to, to maintain this openness, basically, and try to, to, st to stay clear of all those uh, proprietary strongholds that are trying to, to basically dominate this cross-domain and cross-platform uh, era that we're entering, basically. Yeah, right. I would totally agree with that. And, you know, I would even go further than that. I think it's impossible to imagine a world of connected devices where every single connected device is coming from a single brand. Mm -hmm. exactly. I mean, nobody is going to buy their iCar and then their mm -hmm. iTV and their iFridge. I mean, uh, it's not mm -hmm. a realistic way of envisioning the world. Someone will, I guess. But. Well, some will, but <laughs> yeah. not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the point is the only platform that has a reasonable chance to be available on all these devices today, I mean, is the web platform, is HTML5. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I say HTML5, but I think it's actually maybe at a higher level the web itself because HTML5 is useful on devices where you have a screen and you need to display a, a user interface. But if you start looking at the, you know, uh, the landscape of the Internet of Things with small sensors and actuators that don't necessarily have directly an interface themselves. Mm. There again, I think web technologies have proved their ability to provide, you know, a uniform abstraction layer on which developers can build application and services. Mm -hmm. And we're very much looking into, you know, trying to apply this uh, know-how to the Internet of Things to build what we call uh, the Web of Things. So, you know, on the with screen devices such as mm -hmm. you know cars and TVs, we actually have uh, ongoing work in WCC for uh, a few years now with a very active work on web and TV, and more recent work on uh, web and automotive, uh, a lot of work on uh, ebook readers that is starting mm -hmm. up as well. So th there is already all this galaxy of uh, objects and devices that already speak HTML5, and we are trying to make them speak it even better. Mm. Uh, but in general, I, I think the fact that we are seeing an explosion of connected uh, devices and not all of them will have a screen or a user interface means that the web as a platform has a very important role to play to make sure that we can actually build something on top of this and not just yeah. you know, rejoice yeah. of having connected objects. So speaking of, of multiple screens and multiple media consumption devices, uh, I think that the, the WebRTC is something that uh, developers primarily have been expecting for, for a while to, to reach a level of maturity, actually, that can be used. What, what is the status, actually? Yeah, so let me maybe quickly introduce what WebRTC mm -hmm. is, since not everybody might know. So WebRTC sure. stands for Web Real-Time Communication. And basically, it brings to the browser the capability of establishing audio and video communication. So basically doing you know, what Skype allows you to do, for instance, but from within the web browser, which also means that it's not just you know, big corp Skype or Google Hangout that can do mm -hmm. this, but any web developer out there can set up the equivalent of Skype within their own web app or website. So mm -hmm. a very disruptive potential 
Um, and the, on top of this audio and video communication, WebRTC also brings peer-to-peer -peer data exchange. And, uh, you know, I think it's interesting that uh, for a very long while there has been the peer-to-peer -peer internet and the web as living as separate entities. But we, with WebRTC, we are actually bringing the two together. So all the innovations that we've seen as possible in the peer-to-peer -peer world will be becoming possible inside the web browser, which I think will be the starting point of you know, a lot more innovations and disruptions. So I think that, that will be a very mm -hmm. interesting space to watch. Uh, so in terms of where is uh, the technology in terms of development, so WebRTC is already implemented in uh, Chrome, uh, Firefox, and Opera, uh, both on desktop and mobile which means that today there are already you know, more than a billion devices that can actually start using WebRTC, which is <laughs> fairly mm -hmm. fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, so we are not actually quite done with uh, def defining the specification. We are still uh, trying to finalize it. Hopefully uh, the, the core, the gist of it should be uh, stable in, in a, a few months. But at least it's stable enough that there can be implementations, and not only implementations, but that it to ship on top of this WebRTC API. So mm -hmm. it's a very active, uh, very disruptive space to watch. So I think this is also emphasized by the fact that we had those two uh, fairly impressive, I would say, exits, one from WhatsApp to Facebook and the other one from Viber to this uh, Japanese company. And uh, also, uh, at the same time, uh, having WhatsApp announcing that they will soon introduce voice in their communication. So I guess there's a lot to be expected in terms of further disruption of the, of the voice industry, right? Yeah, clearly. I mean, there is a lot of changes uh, ongoing in this space. And, uh, you know, I think most of the actors in this space would say that WebRTC is one of the key factors of changes. So, for instance, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Amazon also deployed a, a May Day feature on their tablet a while ago. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure it has been confirmed, but everyone is assuming at least that it's, work, it's built on top of uh, WebRTC. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think fun fundamentally what this shows is that uh, voice and possibly also uh, video communication is being completely commoditized. So it's exactly. going to be something on which you build uh, product and services is not going to be a service as a service in itself anymore. Mm -hmm. At least the technology be, side, at yeah, least of exactly, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, precisely. Right. So um, the only other thing, actually, that I would uh, like to have your your uh, take is uh, web payments. Yet another field that's been around for a while, but uh, we still hear about uh, news and uh, new um, uh, collaborations. We have PayPal and Deutsche Telekom announcing something, announced something like uh, a few days ago. So uh, what's happening there uh, in terms of, uh, again, W3C's effort and, and your personal take? Yeah, so payment is an interesting space. So uh, as I said earlier, I mean, my, my main focus in WCC is on uh, mobile and the web on mobile devices. Mm -hmm. And one, one of the space where the web has been challenged by native ecosystem is that <coughs> in a native ecosystem, it's very easy to monetize your application uh, because you have basically a one-click solution to get paid. And in the web, it hasn't been that simple. So recognizing this lack, uh, WCC is organizing next month in, in Paris um, a public event, a workshop as we call them, 
that will bring you know as many actors in this field as possible together around the table to try to define what system, what API, what feature we can add to the browser mm -hmm. to make payments uh, inside the web browser as simple as it can be on native ecosystems. And it's not just you know having a one-click solution, but it's also about the notion that it's no longer one payment provider per ecosystem, as we've seen in mm -hmm. uh, native land, but making it possible to have competition among payment providers uh, to serve as web payment uh, systems. Um, I, I don't know if you would agree, but um, I get a feeling that um, the, the problem uh, with web payments or mobile payments or any form of e-payment, it's not a technical one at the end of the day, right? So it's not, it's not the technical barrier that is across there. It's more probably the regulatory problem or the, the, even the uh, uh, local political issue. I mean, we see that the, the technology is pretty much there, right? But we see that things, even things like Bitcoin, which saw this success suddenly at a quick drop because of the, of the recent incident. So, again, I, I, I wanted to have your um, uh, view on that. You don't have to wear the W3C hat to reply to that. But uh, uh, what do you see from your point of view? Uh, is, it, is it really an issue of technology in trying to, to, to get there, to get to the point that we can have easy and flawless and seamless payments everywhere? And, uh, so, I mean, I, th form? I think it's clear that it's not only an issue of technology <laughs> and technology. Uh, you know, I don't think any interesting problem is only an issue of technology. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I guess my perspective, and uh, I don't know if I need my WCC hat or, or not for this, but my perspective is that most interesting problems that have a technological component and solving the technical component is a critical piece before you can actually attack the more complex, you know, regulatory and uh, legislative aspects mm -hmm. of it. And again, you know, the, the web has already proved a fairly disruptive force in terms of changing the economic landscapes and changing the way people interact, business, uh, uh, work together and so on. And, you know, I won't tell you that five years from now, the payments will be completely new yeah. and different. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm sure of is that if we do manage to find the right, uh, you know, tipping point in the uh, web platform where more people can uh, use payment easily and more providers can be in competition and where regulators can look at the ecosystem under a new light, then new things might emerge. I mean, I, personally, I, I think it's... Uh, Amazing to see all this innovation in this space mm -hmm. and see Bitcoin uh, fly and yeah. crash and so on. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you know, what I really care about is what real people will pay real things with. And, uh, you know, I think mobile has already played a very disruptive role. I mean, in particular, in developing countries in this space. And I think if we manage to make the web another uh, channel for these mobile payments to, to take root, then I think we'd certainly change uh, mm -hmm. a lot of things. There's, there's definitely still scope for uh, uh, solutions uh, uh, that, that treat at least the privacy, for example, and security perspectives, Absolutely. right? And, uh, and uh, that includes not only the personal privacy and security, but also the transaction privacy and security, Absolutely, which yeah. is probably uh, one of the main issues. So, uh, Dominic, thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, that was uh, George Vulgaris at Tech Talks Central. Please do follow us at GreeceMWC and hashtag TTC on Twitter. <laughs>